Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Matt Belanger hanging out today because Steve Patterson's in New York. Ooh. Ooh, I think we might have him on the line. Hello, hello. Guten Tag. Steve O. Hi. 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 First time, long time. Thank you. Uh, Maddie B. Yo. Thank you so much for. Maddie B. filled in on obviously right now, uh, but he also. On short notice, filled in on Monday for me when my flight got totally canceled and out of whack. And so, Matt, thank you so much for doing that on short notice. I know the people love to hear you when I am out. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It's my pleasure. Um, Can I tell you guys, I'm calling you live, and I'm not trying to brag here, but live from a Tesla on the streets of New York City. This is his Uber. This is, uh, well, you know, the folks at Kelly Ryan, they're just so accommodating and so they get me a car service so i don't have the uber so they there's the car is waiting and they never know what car it's going to be because these wonderful drivers who take people around new york city they've got a fleet and each day that they come in they're not sure what they're going to be driving what's your driver's name uh we haven't gotten that far yet oh i thought you were in it okay oh oh no i am i am but we just haven't gotten that far yet if you read me all right well you just say hey buddy what's what's your name Hey, I'm calling into a radio show. They want to know what your name is. What's your name? Juan. Juan, Juan is my driver. Juan, hey, Juan is my driver, and he is fabulous. Juan, you're uh, you're on the radio right now in Minneapolis in St. Paul. Say hi, Juan. Hi. Hi. Oh, isn't Juan just so great? So Juan is <laughs> That's lovely. That's awesome. Hey, this Tesla, guys, by the way, I've only ever been in a Tesla. I don't know how much these things cost, but they seem expensive. But they have like a whole roof, sunroof. So the entire roof. You look up as you're driving out, and you just see straight up into the sky, the skyscrapers all around. So it's really quite the vehicle. Okay. And is uh, didn't you say there's, like, not the controls are just, like, digital, like a panel, like a video? What's crazy is there is – imagine this, guys. There's, like, essentially an iPad Pro where the, where the radio dials would normally be. And so as we're right now seated in traffic, it shows you this overhead view mocked up of your vehicle. And then if there are people that are passing on the right, you see all of these little computer images of the real world scenario going on around you. So you'll see cars. There was a biker who just came and turned in front of us uh, a couple blocks away. They show the bicycle. There was a woman who was walking. They show this computerized woman on this iPad with a purse and everything. It's really fascinating technology. But the funny thing is it's supposed to make everything safer to me <laughs> distracting that's because you don't drive one regularly yeah. all right well maybe so hey mr fancy pants what yeah. did you do uh in new york last night oh last night was great donnie you'll be so proud of me i went and 
went to Times Square and thought, I'm going to try to get last-minute tickets. And I thought, maybe I'll see Tina Turner, the musical. I looked for the tickets to MJ, but they were insanely expensive, presumably marked up maybe coming off of the Tony Award wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also remember our big boss, the sea monster himself, Dan Seaman, had said a few trips ago when he came to, quote-unquote, the city. The city. He watched Come From Away. Oh, that's and I so good. About it. So good, so, Steve. Yeah, Matt. So here's what I loved about it. I, I had heard good things. I heard it was heartwarming. And you know me, I don't like anything over two hours. This is an hour and 40 minutes, no intermission. No intermission, So I go right. up to the TKTS box office window right in the hard time square about a half hour before the show. said, so I'm looking for one ticket to come from away. And I had almost earlier, 15 minutes earlier, purchased a $60 ticket that after fees would have been $80. Um, and it was going to be on my phone. And it was going to be the second to last row. In the, in the theater. But then it went away. The site crashed. I couldn't log back on. So I go to the TKTS window, and instead, for $80, the same price I would have paid, I got 11th row orchestra seats, oh, and wow. it was an aisle seat, which really puts me at ease because of my overactive bladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's uh, the end of that story. No, Steve, that's a great, isn't it a great show? Isn't it a wonderful show? I mean, it really, um, it does warm your heart and it talks about the community where all the planes that were flying over the Atlantic Ocean landed on 9-11. They had to make that emergency stop in Canada. And and to, to hear how the community responded to take in all these countless people. I mean, this town went from like a population of very small, um, then to having all of these overnight guests that they weren't anticipating. Oh, wow. You know? Okay, I didn't even know what that was about. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. And then you have this town that rallies around and says, well, look, we got 7,000 new people who are staying here for the next few days. How do we host them? So with good old-fashioned Canadian kindness, they host these people. But what's really mesmerizing is how they do it. It's all – there is not a single set change. They don't drop the curtain at any point. There's hardly even time for you to clap at the end of a song because they roll right into the next thing. So the pace of it is incredible. And all of the actors play multiple roles. And Matt, you may have noticed this too. I mean, they'll be seated all in a bunch of chairs. Yep. They'll be talking about it at like a pub. Well, what are we going to do? we got all these people. we got the mayor of this small town talking. And then they just with like the flash of a light. Now we're back in the airplane with the people out to land in Newfoundland. And they all just subtly and quickly turn their chairs. And yep. you go from believing they were in the pub so now they're on the plane. There were slight little moments of uh, inventive and made it. Oh, really? You were just looking at the same group of people, essentially on the same stage the entire time all together, but it never dragged. The pace was just wonderful. It ends with a bang. It was it was lovely. Awesome. Tell the truth. Were you? Did you try talking to the person next to you? You know what? I actually did strike up a conversation with the person. Oh, you're day. that guy, and aren't she you? she, too, got a 50% off ticket. But guess what? <laughs> I get this 50% off ticket. I go downstairs. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me get a glass of wine. And then they said, you want five? Oh, what? Ten ounces. There's no intermission. I'm going to be here the whole show. <laughs> the total is $31. Yeah. For yeah. 10 ounces of wine? Wow. Oh, boy. What is that? Three dollars an ounce, right? Mm. Mm. A freaking glass of wine. Welcome to so New anyway. York, buddy. Go eat on. T- uh, go eat at Tavern on the Green, Steve. Make ABC pick up the bill for oh, that. He's already going to the airport. Yeah, well, whatever. Next time, you know, I love that place. Anyway, 
Mm-hmm. Ryan this morning. They were they were lovely. Everybody was great. Rain Wilson was there. Um, he was wonderful. Donna, you'll have secondhand embarrassment. I know we got to go. Um, oh God, did you start talking? I, well, I saw him, and there was as I was coming on set. Rain Wilson from the office was coming off set, and somebody walking him said, "Steve Patterson, Rain Wilson." And then I said, "You know what, Rain? Actually, I had the uh, opportunity to talk with you years ago mm-hmm. at the premiere of this movie called Leatherheads. I was on this Podunk website." And you could not have been kind. Oh, oh man! Right when the good stuff. Wait, wait, what did he say? But what did he, he say back? You keep cutting out. I'm sorry. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. I just broke up. Going over bridge. What did Rain say to you? He said he was taken by the kindness. I was just like, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you for telling me that. Oh. So he was really sweet. Aww. He was great. And then I went out with puppies. It's going to be on uh, in Minnesota later this hour. At about 11.40, I'll be appearing on Live with Kelly and Ryan, which is on uh, Care 11 at 11. And so uh, you can watch that, but we have fun. Puppies walking through New York, walking dogs in Central Park. And uh, and we, I had a moment with Seacrest about my arms and his arms. Oh, That's God. All, all right. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love how, you see, if you are becoming um, the ultimate name dropper. You were just like, see, you were, that is oh, like becoming your thing. You're bit, like, and no, then I saw that the Queen no, of England, you know, no, by that, the subway. That's, that's a big thing on our show. We just drop things when Steve says something like that. <laughs> well, I, by the we way, go, oh, I you dropped mention, something. Oh, look at that. I didn't even mention, I know we got to go now, but I didn't even mention that I just bumped into John Resnick. Oh, okay. John Resnick had lead singer of the Dolls. It was a whole thing. It's fine. Mm. Haley Bieber was right beside me. And yeah, yep, right yep. beside me. It's fine. It's All fine. right. Save it for tomorrow. We love you. Whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Safe travels. Don't yeah. steal Thanks, anyone's Daddy. sandwich on the flight, please. And just no don't be that person no that won't stop talking. All right. All right. <laughs> say bye. Juan, to, say bye. Bye, Juan. That's Juan saying goodbye. Woo-hoo. Bye, Juan. Bye. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. We got to go. When we come back, we've got a study or two, actually, Ooh. Matt. Yes, we do. Oh, using this will put us in a bad mood. It's something that people have been using a lot during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll give us that study and more coming up next on My Talk 1071. And just like that, we're back. Donna and Steve. Minus Steve on My Talk 1071. Well, kind of minus Steve. Kind of, sort it's of. Steve Light. It is Steve Light. We had a understudy. Little, we had our Steve dose, and then and then he know. just peaced out. Well, he's you know busy with uh, uh, name dropping. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very busy in his Tesla in the city. Yes, with Juan. Yes, that was quite the experience. Um, eleven forty. He's going to be on uh, live with Kelly and Ryan, but we'll be here. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial- several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown, and here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Dun, All right. Dun, 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 dun. I love this music. Let me start with breaking news. Just kidding. Actually, we start with some studies. And um, I'm going to start with the one that doesn't surprise you. (laughs) More than half of all people are driving less because of these gas prices. 54% of Americans surveyed said they are legit driving less because of I mean, they're consciously cutting back. Now, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm being smarter about my trips or this that and the other things but in reality so much of what we do in in a day involves driving driving and it's not negotiable for many of us and so like actually we're probably not driving that much less because much of the driving we do is required you know to go to work and back and so forth exactly but but it's getting so bleeping high 
It's over. Is it five now? It's five. Just about the average across country, five and a penny or so, I think was the latest official one that I saw uh, oh average gosh. across the country. Minnesota's averaging less. It's still in the four, four and change level in our state on average. But 54% in this survey said that they are legit driving less. Um, 78%, so three out of four surveyed, said they're it's impacting their driving habits in one way or another. It's kind of a bummer if you, like, have a cabin oh, and you want to go and, you, you know, it's going to be... Who knows how much? Depends what you're driving. But well, listen, it's a lot of money. Listen, 80% of people surveyed said they think the national average in the U.S. is going to hit $6. Stop it. At some point this summer. 80% of people said they wouldn't be surprised to see if that happens this I summer. think it is Yay. being projected by <laughs> is that August, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a situation. Well, thanks for that. Do you got any more uplifting? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? Who hates Zoom? Raise your hand. I don't hate it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't mind it. You think you like you, you like you it? like it rather than, uh, rather rather than going to be in person at the meetings? Is that what you, I mean? You like the convenience? Oh, uh, well, I, like Zoom is kind of a misleading question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I enjoy the convenience of Zoom? Absolutely. Yeah. But no one likes to be stuck in a Zoom. Like, it's just not a thing. I don't want to have a meeting on Zoom every Monday. Right. But if I haven't talked to my family in a while, it's a kind of a fun way to Yeah, connect. that's true. There are, there are pleasant uses other than, like, painful meetings. That's for sure. There's a study, though, that's out that says uh, staring at yourself during the Zoom puts you in a bad mood. <laughs> I don't believe that. I know. Well, maybe don't stare at yourself. Look at the other people. Well, that. But it's hard. But if you stare at yourself too much and you become critical and then you're fussing with your hair and then you're adjusting this and that, it literally puts you in a bad mood. You are not imagining this. Researchers monitored people's eye movements uh, and they tracked where the eyes were you know, looking during these Zoom calls and the mood got worse and worse the more people were focused on their own image in the in the video. Yeah. The people yeah. who spent the most time staring at themselves felt the worst at the end of the call. Well, that doesn't surprise me. And alcohol makes it worse. <laughs> oh, that, that, that sounds like a horrible idea. Actually, Don't, it sounds like it would make it better. Like, that, oh, well, I look cute. Yeah, oh, like, oh, she's drunk. Hey. Yeah, she's got her goggles on. <laughs> Look, Zoom and booze. Don't drink and Zoom. People who drank before a call were even more affected by the self. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
staring problem. <laughs> I don't know if the just you know the reflexes were slow or something, but um, partly uh, they just tended to stare at themselves more. Oh, weird. If you if you had a drink before your Zoom. So we've done or some Zoom, Zoom happy hours. There used to be a group of friends and I would get together on Zoom during the pandemic. And I mean, we weren't like getting hammered, but just having a cocktail and doing a <laughs> cheers. And that was our little happy hour. And sure. we don't catch up. But yeah, maybe don't like go nuts. So uh, the qualifier, though, because, you know, these studies and sometimes there's like a little asterisk and a mm-hmm. footnote. It yes, says sir. that there's a chance that this might not be like totally scientific bedrock, you know, stuff, because sure. it is possible that this trend was observed because people who tend to focus on themselves are often more prone to mood swings. Oh, fascinating. So it could be just a psychological thing. Okay. With the individuals who tend to look at yourself more, no, I'm they might just that. be moody. I don't know. There you go. That's Thanks, the thing. Matt. That's all I got. All right. That's all you got. I got this. That was good. Thanks. Yeah. I was practicing. You should go be in New York on Broadway with Steve. Oh, thank you. You could be in the show and he would clap for you. I don't know about that. But anyway, <laughs> remember we were talking earlier. We were you gave us a list of foods that you can keep beyond their expiration date. Yes. And flour was one of them and sugar and all that stuff. Yeah, lots of those dry goods, right. Exactly. So I was like, you know, sometimes it hasn't happened in a long, long time, like a decade. But flour would get well, aside from that, flour We'd get those little bug, like little tiny black bugs in them. And I was like, well, where are they coming from? What are they from? called it, again? Mealy, I called them mealy bugs. Mealy bugs. Um, so we have, a, an, we have an email mm-hmm. from Mrs. Miller who says, I just heard Donna wondering how bugs get in flour. Well, I asked my husband because he's a flour miller. Whoa. And here you go. The bug eggs are already in the wheat. I said that. They can hatch when given moisture and heat. Gross. Mills, they do all they can. Mills do all they can to get rid of them and then keep the wheat cool and dry so they don't hatch. Gross. In the past, they used a poisonous gas named Cyclone B to kill them, but that was stopped after the Nazis used it to kill people. Wow, this is getting real dark. That's nasty. <laughs> anyway, there you go. That's all I know. They're called weevils? Oh, that could be right. Weevils? I don't all know. Right. Thank you, Google. All right, and thank you, uh, Mrs. Miller. We'll be right back. Happy Hump Day. It's Donna and Steve. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve's not here. Oh, it's our buddy guess Boo. Guess what day it is. Oh. Guess what day it <gasps> is. We promised this. Hump day. Because <laughs> there's always someone who does that. Yeah, you that, know? thank you for finding that, uh, dusting that one off. That was a good one. That's <laughs> a really good one. <laughs> what was it? Hairball? A little dust. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, get it? Dusting yeah. it off. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Hi. Uh, Hello. Hi. Oh, people are mad at us about the flower. Why? What'd we say wrong? I don't know. It's all you, babe. She's mad that they're already in the flower. I could have done without that knowledge in my whole life. Yeah, there are little eggs in there. Sorry, everyone. Just look at it as an extra protein opportunity. Absolutely, yeah. Holly. Yes. Listen, I assume there's bugs in everything we eat. Uh, seriously. They did a study about that. Speaking of studies, I know the study segment is over, but we uh, they there are like bug legs in Hershey's chocolate. 
and things. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. There, it, it is little insect pieces get into all, lots of processed foods. I'm not Listen, making it I'm up. Sure, Google it. I'm sure everything I eat has dog hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's different. You put that in there. <laughs> I mean, you can't escape it. You know, no matter how hard you clean, some things, little things are going to go flying around. So, any whoozle. Uh, okay, here's the deal. I think this sounds really cool. And, of course, I just lost my story. Uh-oh, you're and pulling now, a Julia. What's oh, going on? Gosh. The papers are flying. What's going on? I know, it's the papers. It's the papers. <laughs> it has to do with... Um, I love you, Donna. It has to do with um, Modern Family. And a spinoff. I love that show. So Jesse Tyler Ferguson confirmed the script for the spinoff. It is completed. Of course, uh, he starred as Mitchell, of course, throughout Mm -hmm. the ABC show's duration from, wow, it was on a long time, 2009 till 2020. He said the script has yet to be picked up by a network. Were you a fan of the show? I liked it. I I love Sofia Vergara. Like I just think she's amazing. And he was kind of that uptight character, the partner, the uptight guy. Yeah, I I like the other guy. I sympathize. Yeah, but I I kind of am that person too. Shocker. Right. You're like the odd couple. You're like Felix. You have no idea what that means. Okay. Wow. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the Oscar in the relationship. Are you really, Holly? Yeah. Oh, I'd be, I'm in the middle, but I would be more of the Felix. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the spinoff. So here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the script is out there. He says it's very good. If someone wants to produce it, maybe this is going to happen. Um, it was created by Stephen Leviton and Christopher Lloyd. Cool. Um, and it uh, it revolves around extended family relatives consisting of three separate families okay just like just sounds like the show very did. similar just like the show does <laughs> he said but you know they had been on for 11 years and i think we we were all or they were ready to move in a different direction so yeah. all right we'll just he doesn't really give too much more information but you know i think family-based things are very entertaining because we all know that sometimes even our own families can become great sources of drama and comedy. <laughs> so yeah. I, th- I think it, cr- it sets the stage for all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I, with that one, it was, it really did feel like a modern family uh-huh. with all the humor that goes along with it and the, you know, second marriage and the gay couple. And, you know, it I just- like watching the kids grow up too. I thought that was cool during the, Me too. throughout the series, you know, that was always neat. You're not watching Stranger Things, though, right? No, I need to. I'm going to I'm gonna do that. Holly, are you watching Stranger Things? I am watching Stranger Things. What episode are you on? Uh, perhaps the last one, because it's like an hour and 40 minutes long. It's oh, a commitment. Yeah, it's a major motion picture. Okay. And they're calling it a television episode. <laughs> oh, how do you feel about this season? Because right now, after episode two, I am not loving it. This is the new season, season four we're talking about, Correct. right? Correct. Okay. Donna, season four is going to pick up. It takes a couple of episodes. Okay. You got to set the layer base for the season. Got it. And then things start to really escalate. Maybe like season four is when, or season four. (laughs) Episode? Episode four. four. Of season four. Yeah. Then it's really going to take off. But if you like it enough, stick with it. Hmm. Stick with it. But at the same time, I understand that there are many other things that you could be watching right now if you're not loving it.
that's where I'm at. But yeah. now I'm like, oh, I'm two in. I might as well finish it. But there's a lot to finish, though. Uh, I don't know what to wow. do. Uh, and then the second half of the season doesn't start until July 1st. Okay. I'm okay with that. Oh. It is split into two parts. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, hmm. Netflix does that so you don't unsubscribe from their service. They want to keep you on. So they're enticing you with more new content. Like we're in the upside down. At a later date. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. All right. It's just a little, it's a little monstery. Well, yeah. For me. But, <laughs> I mean, the monsters yeah. are getting more like. More wild. Real, real looking like nightmarish. Like, you know, that big Demogorgon thing. That yeah. guy yeah, looks yeah, like, yeah. A, you know, a, a flower and a whatever. Yeah. <laughs> A now you've got a human teeth. looking per person monster. Mm. And I don't like that. Okay. Thank you. All right. I'll stick with it. Oh, um, done. All right. Th- uh, see how easy I am? Yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay. Ah, okay. Secret safe. <laughs> All right. So uh, oh, okay. Amber Heard is going to be her interview with Savannah Guthrie is going to be part of a Dateline episode this weekend. Are you following this, Matt? I Listen, I actually have probably controversial feelings about this. I just feel like, why is she, st- I don't know. Why is she still talking? Yes! I feel the same way. Come on, lady. Like, we we get it. We know how, we sympathize with you. We know how you feel. You've made it clear that, you know, you think Johnny Depp was acting during the trial and I blah, blah, blah. I think she was acting. Well, right, right, but I just, okay, move on. Move along. It's over. I don't. I don't know. So I'm not interested in an interview. I don't want to hear anything else from her. I'm, oh, I I'm do. Done. I mean, if she's talking, I'm going to listen because you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> even know how I feel. I, I think they both were kind of lying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Sure, seem that way. I think there's a little bit of truth on both sides, and I guess she just recently confessed that she still loves Johnny Depp despite her allegations that he abused her. And the multi-million dollar lawsuit he filed against her. She said, I love him. I loved him with all my heart. Uh, This was in today's preview of their upcoming special. She said, I tried the best I could to make a deeply broken relationship work. And I couldn't. I have no bad feelings or ill will toward him at all. Mm. It's strange. It's just very strange. Mm. And also... If she keeps saying she was abused by him and he just won the defamation case, can't he just sue her again? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not the lawyer to ask that question. Of. I get it. But I, but you, when, when is she doing this interview or when is the? Uh, this is Friday. She's Friday. already done the interview. With but it's Savannah. airing on Friday. The whole thing. The yeah, we're seeing previews. Little snippets. Oh, yeah, we're going to build all week long here for sure. Uh, Holly, can you tell me? I did get, I did listen, I think it was Lori and Julia yesterday, where they were saying there's, like, it's kind of a conflict where Savannah is interviewing her because, A, she's a lawyer, and B, I thought they said there was some kind of relationship between Johnny Depp and Savannah's husband. Yes. Which begs the question, why would she do the interview with Savannah? that sounds not um, objective. (laughs) So... Savannah Guthrie is an attorney, and at that point, neither here nor there. And in fact, would probably make Savannah Guthrie particularly qualified right. to conduct this yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. But Savannah Guthrie revealed that her husband consulted for Johnny Depp's legal team. His name is Michael Feldman. He founded a PR consultancy firm, and he was consulting Johnny Ooh. Depp and his legal team shortly 
during all this stuff. That's a no-no. That's a big journalistic no-no. Hello? My big question is... Why would she agree to the interview with Savannah? I mean, doesn't her lawyers are have not done a great job because that would have been the first thing. Like, okay, who are we going to choose to do this interview with? Oh, clickety clack, we could find that out, right? Like, yeah. So <laughs> she did interviews. Uh, Savannah Guthrie also did interviews with two of Johnny Depp's attorneys. For the uh, for this case, and she just went a quick disclosure. My husband has done consulting work for the Depp legal team, but not in connection with this interview. <laughs> Whoa! Oh my God. That, that doesn't. Was, that was that last doesn't, week. I, wait, I oh, I am. That is not okay. Well, which is a, which makes the choice that Amber heard doing an interview oh, no. exclusively. They're billing this as an as NBC exclu- News of exclusive. Course, of course, mm-hmm. That she's sitting down with Savannah Guthrie. When we all well know now that this has been disclosed, I can't figure it out. No, the, the, the Savannah should. This is not a. This is not an Amber Heard problem. This is a Savannah Guthrie, the journalist problem, who should have said, "I'm too close to this. I can't." But do she it. Just, But Holly just said that she acknowledged it, but not in connection with the. Which is that doesn't matter. Like that. That doesn't. That little one liner that you throw in doesn't uh, exonerate you of have of being too close to the story or okay. personally connected. As a journalist, you've got to dis- You have to remain distant, and it is the journal. In my humble opinion. It is the journalist's responsibility to step away for, like, let's say they didn't realize, you know, the NBC people didn't realize that she had this connection for some reason, you know, and they say, Savannah, go do this interview or get this interview. She should, she should have spoken up and said, I can't. I'm too close. I have okay. a personal connection. Okay. I, you have to assign this. Somebody else has to do this. It's the journalist's responsibility, too. So, okay. Uh, that's, all right. Yeah. And, and just adding a one liner in there saying, oh, by the way, I'm totally involved in all this doesn't make it a fair interview. So, in a disclaimer opinion. doesn't make it right. Exactly. The the protocol would be to let someone else do the Because interview. then the question becomes, is she being objective and um, you know, not biased throughout the whole? Is every are her questions loaded, favoring one side or the other? I mean, you can't trust it then. She has a perspective. You know, now that I go back and listen to the questions, they are kind of coming from what do you say about this? What do you say about that? Which is strange because then putting all of this into perspective, it's almost like Amber Heard's legal team was like, here, Amber Heard, why don't you get cross-examined again right. by Johnny Depp's team? But it's not Johnny Depp's team, but it kind of is. The proxy. Yeah, there are lots of choices that were being made considering this is an exclusive interview by all parties involved. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What, what anyone's thinking about that? That sounds like a really bad choice for I, everybody. I don't like it, but that's All just right. Me. That's well, just, thank you, thank you for bringing your uh, journalistic integrity uh, into the show today. We yay! appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I just, I just yeah, that doesn't that doesn't smell right. Sorry, yeah. sorry, doesn't. I, I agree. Thanks for the info, Holly. Yeah. Um, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show without Steve, the final stretch. You know what? We have no idea what we're gonna do. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> yes, it's going to be one of those things that you buy and you don't know what's in the box. Like the Amazon the thing. Box? You're like, you order the mystery box from Amazon and it comes. Exactly and it's a, that. It's 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 uh, instant mashed potatoes. Yeah. Let's find out together. <laughs> Final stretch of the show coming up next. Uh, thank you for that. The weather sounds a little cooler than yesterday, which uh, I welcome. Yes. Oh, we're getting into the triple digits next week. Ah!
I hope that it's not going to be that hot for Cat Video Festival because that is back on Thursday, August 4th. It is presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. I want to remind you, I know you're not a cat person, Matt, but Holly, you are. Mm -hmm. Submit those videos now and they can be part of our final reel along with videos from TikTok and America's Funniest Home Videos. Tickets for the event go on sale on July 7th. One dollar from each ticket sold is going to go to our charity partner this year, which is the Animal Humane Society. Nice. Keyword is cat if you want to find out more info on our website. Uh, And for the record, uh, I might not like to have a cat as a pet, but I love cat videos. Oh, great. So, okay. I do love cats. I saw one online yesterday, and I'm like, I think I need to adopt this kitty cat. Yes, you do. I know. <laughs> I know. Right I, know there. I know. I don't know what to do because I have a big dog. They'll be best friends. You're probably and They can right. make cute videos of the two of them together. Oh my goodness, you'll oh, win I... the festival. Is there a winner? Damn it. <laughs> um, well, somebody's going to be a spokes kitty, I believe. Oh, cute. Yeah, but that'll be amazing. Anyway, in other news. Mm-hmm. Literally. Harry Styles. Have you ever seen him act in anything? No, I haven't, actually. Well, he's pretty good. What was the Dunkirk, I believe he was in? Yes. Which I saw in the theater. He was really good. Yeah. Really, really huh. talented guy. By the way, he's bringing pearls uh, to men's fashion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's like a new yeah. fashion trend for yeah. men. So I'd like to see you in pearls okay. on Monday. Well, let Thank me borrow you. yours. I know you're, you know. You're I good. do have some. Oh, okay. You're I will bring them in. Thank you. But anyway, Amazon <laughs> just dropped a new teaser trailer uh, for My Policeman. That is the very much anticipated Harry Styles drama. It is coming to select theaters on October 21st, as um, Holly told us earlier. It's also coming to Prime Video on November 4th. Do you want to listen to the teaser trailer? Yes. Kick it. So far, so how does it make you feel? <laughs> you can sense the waves. You know how strong they are. Like swimming in rough surf. You feel they could crush you. Or take you under. You just have to let it take hold of you. I'm going to love this. It's a story of forbidden love and changing social conventions. It was a different time. It follows three people as they embark on an emotional journey in the 50s, Britain. And then it flashes forward to the 90s. There's going to be a racy scene with styles in it, apparently. I'm all about this. I'm all about it. So it's um, Harry Styles. Then we have uh, Emma Corrin from The Crown. Uh, David Dawson. Gina McKee. Rupert Everett. So there you go. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Uh, you know what's not so good? Um, how about this story about the dress? I'm so mad about this. I mean. So mad There's even this. more damage that they. The side-by-side photos. If you haven't seen these. They We're are, talking about the Marilyn Monroe dress that Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala, the Met Gala yeah. and and there there are photos from pre borrowing of the dress 
showing the condition and then after, and it's literally ripping apart now. It's 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 in tatters in parts. Well, she didn't even it didn't even cover her back because she, she couldn't, couldn't zip she her. She couldn't it. move. She she was waddling like a penguin because <laughs> she couldn't move in the darn thing because it's not the right size. And then here you go. I mean, this you know, yes, it's I mean, it's just a dress, but it's a dress. With, with a lot history, of history and yeah. a big, you know, star and la la la, and we get that you want to like borrow it and pay tribute or whatever, but come on, I mean, you ripped it. That what? Oh, tragic yeah. in the truest sense of the word. Mm. I just, I don't know. I just, it just makes me so mad. I didn't realize that the damage. I've heard. I was like, oh, the 